The Athen Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athen's personal views. Welcome to the Athen Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athen. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. I would not want to take you on in a video game. How do you strike balance between self-preservation and making the world better? Do you just pursue helping the world and the rest falls into place? This is where I'm struggling. Drexin, maybe I speak from a privileged point of view, but the way I look at it is if I can help X amount of people to have a better life, even if it goes at the cost of me, I don't mind. But maybe that's only because I'm already to a point where I'm quite actualized and I don't have so much needs. Because if you would tell me what do you need, I don't need anything. Even if I don't feel good or whatever, I never need something. I'm good. And maybe that's why, for me, it's easy to give and even sacrifice parts of me. Because I have enough on an emotional level. Maybe. It's just a theory. On the other hand, I just am very aware of the consequences of my actions. And I do know that if it was my brother or my sister or my child, I would be inclined to go out of my way even if my self-preservation is at risk. And that shows that, you know, the mere difference between me helping out a kid in Africa or someone next to me is the luxury or the privilege that person had to know me. And I think that's unfair. And I really value the truth a lot. I value honesty. And that's why I have an easy time going really out of my way. But to go to your answer of like self-preservation, right? And making the world better. The thing is that at the end of the day, what's the worst that can happen? What is it that you truly lose? Because all the people come to me and look at me and go like, but the theme, the theme, this and that and that. But I live a good life. Even with everything I do, I still live a good life. Of course, you got to go about it cognitive. You cannot just be naive because then, you know, you will have a hard time. But I just don't make it about myself. I never even experience the concept I'm struggling. I don't even allow myself to think that. It's a thought that originates in you allowing yourself to think that. Everything originates from the subconscious. But on a subconscious level, I know there is no difference between me and someone suffering in Auschwitz. So the thought of, oh, I'm struggling can't even come up because it would be an insult for the version of me that is really struggling and getting tortured. And it's this true awareness and this perspective that allows me to be very no bullshit towards myself. I don't allow myself to make it about myself. I don't even allow myself to make it about self-preservation, not in the spot I am now. How do I dare? I go to bed. I have food and I would dare to talk about self-preservation thinking I need more. I live better than a king already. I have more luxury. A lot of these thoughts and ideas, they come because you allow yourself to go that route. But if you gain some perspective and imagine your life, what it is to be another kid that is struggling and stuff, you would even feel like, but what am I doing? What am I doing? How can I even make it about myself? There is more important things. I got to do what's right. When I went to save the children's offices, right? Several people came to me and they said, how do you do it? How do you do all these things and you don't want anything in return? How do you do it? How do you work so hard 12 hours a day stream to raise money for us? How? So like, but I'm not sacrificing myself. I mean, every single kid that I help is having a harder time than me. And they would trade immediately if they know they have food and could go into their bed. The only difference between me and this kid in Africa is the fact that I would believe that I'm entitled to everything I have. But that's not the truth. 
I know that the only reason where I am is because of where I got born and when. It was luck. If I was someone else, I would be in Africa. So where would I have the audacity or the arrogance to think that I'm the hero? I'm not. People working on the field, doing the real change, these are the heroes. I'm just selling out on the stream. And then afterwards, I go to bed. I'm having a great life. I don't have to worry if I'm going to get tortured or not. You allow yourself to go there. You allow yourself to make it about yourself. You give yourself the choice. I don't because I know it's a lie. And that's the difference. I'm not your hero at all. I live a very, very luxurious life. Okay, since people, poor people cannot free themselves from this exploitation system, wouldn't it be best for them to do suicide so that they are not guilty? I don't even understand what you mean with that. You know that poor people have less reason to kill themselves because they feel less entitled to what they have. Suicide, right? And the suicide rates is very much connected as well with the ability to even think about problems. If you grow up in a small little village, right, in Mali or whatever, chances of you killing yourself is much smaller because you don't have the means. You got to go to the field, take care of your little brother, little sister, your children. We live in a society, right, where being bored dominates our lives. We just have too much time on our hands, not even knowing what to do. So we go into distraction, whatever. If you constantly have shit to do, you would be constantly in a state of flow if there was no choice. And that's the thing. Our society gives a lot of choice, which brings about a lot of boredness, confusion and depression as well. I want to say something about like the self-preservation as well that I was answering earlier. When I went to Ethiopia, right, there was a child there and we ordered food and we gave part of our food to the kid. And you know what the kid did? She was really hungry coming there with her hand like that to beg for food. She's a reality. It's crazy. Imagine a kid, nothing else. We give her food. Even though Save the Children has a very strong policy to avoid these kind of things because it can create escalation and more people come. But it was only her there. The first thing she does, she takes the food. She goes to her little brother and gives it to him. Didn't even take anything. Do you understand that or not? That kid has less than all of you guys. And still she's shared with her own little brother. So when you talk about self-preservation or whatever, I hope that that story allows you to put things in context. And we even made a video about it. About 25 centimeters says, yes, and that made her happier. So what the fuck are you on about? About 25 centimeters, let me tell you something. You are so indoctrinated by the concept of the self that you don't even have the ability to process what selfless acts are. You would literally see someone that goes into the radiation centers in Fukushima, right? And die to close the radiation centers and go and say like, that guy died. He died because he would have felt worse if someone else would have done it. There's no sacrifice. There is no such a thing as sacrifice. He did it because else he would have felt worse. No, man. When you look at the consequence of your actions, right? Your feelings, that's not what life is about. Your feelings are merely a measure instrument. You can do things when you don't feel like it. You're perfectly capable of doing that. It's not always about guilt and shame and your feelings. You can just sometimes value, impact more so than your feelings. And when you do so, you have a different paradigm. If your parents go through struggle, through pain, through suffering, to give their child a better life, do you think they would be less happy if they wouldn't do it? A lot of parents, when they look back, they know they would be more happy and fulfilled if they wouldn't have a child because it's a lot of work. And yet still, if they would give them the choice, they would still do it. And you know why? Because life is more than you. And I know you have a very hard time to put that in your own awareness. And you see the world like that in this hostility. But I can tell you, 
Nothing is more wrong than that view. And it doesn't just stem from what you feel in these warped views. It goes even down to your cells. You know your white blood cells, right? They sacrifice themselves to kill viruses. They die so you can live. So when you have this idea of it's all for yourself, it's all for yourself, it's not true. And it's a very toxic mindset that is cancer to the world. And funnily enough, or sadly, if humanity ends up destroying themselves, it's that that will do it. That narrow-minded way of looking at things. But it's not the truth. But you're unable to even process it. Because life is so much about you, you cannot even imagine otherwise. Even though you get confronted by it. So don't come and get triggered when I tell you, you know, you can be a better person. Do you have anyone you look up to? Nope. Make Donsky, let me tell you, I even think looking up to someone is not the right way of going about it unless you don't have the ability to fall back on yourself. If you are lack of confidence, right, if that's the reality, then having a good role model can help you work towards something. But I can tell you, your role model shouldn't be me. It should be your own best version. And you can be that right now. You just got to take ownership. And I know it can be scary. I know you can fail. But man, oh man, if you keep doing so, I guarantee you, you will succeed. Can I donate to be my best self? You got to figure out yourself. But I'm not so much like asking for donations because I know the game will make so much money that I don't even need any donations. The best thing you can do is be the best version in every single action, reflect on it and truly reflect and consider in coming over. Because man, being in this environment is not just something that will open a lot of doors for you and help you grow tremendously. It's the best way of contributing to the world. How do you think is the best way to find out who the best self is? Terra kills. I gave a good example, right? And I talked about it, I think, a few weeks ago. Imagine you're playing The Sims. And imagine that one character is you. And you're playing yourself. And you got to do what is right. But of course, within the limits of what is possible. How would you play yourself? Would you go work out? Yeah, of course, you just click and you work out. Would you, you know, study if you need to study? Of course, you just click and you study. You would go to the shower. Maybe some people would play Sims and start burning the house for the lols. But I'm imagine, imagine the Sims is your own life. And that's the thing. You look at yourself as an outsider from a third perspective. And you imagine what would be a better version of me do? What would the best version of me do? And start doing it. And crazily enough, it will put you in a state of flow. And you can start with small things. Write it down. Everything the best version of you would do. The time it would take, start with the easy ones and work yourself your way up. And you will see things suddenly, man, I'm alive. And I would say exercising, eating healthy and sleeping enough are very important. It's the holy trinity. And they're intertwined as well. But I mean, if I use myself, find my best self, how would I know if my best version of me is doing good or evil? Wouldn't that be subjective without guidance? Terakils? Yes and no. The guidance in what defines what is good and evil should be reality, not what other people say. Because if it is what other people say, you go back 70 years and, you know, killing Jews in Germany was rampant. So what is good or what is bad is not defined by what other people say. It's defined by looking at the consequences of your actions and seeing and thinking, can I do better? So reality defines it, not other people. And that's why also even in war, the biggest heroes are the ones that denied orders when they knew it was not right. We even owe our lives to it. If it wasn't for that, we would already be dead. Because several nuclear holocausts were avoided by a singular person saying, I'm not going to mention it. I'll tell you guys another little story. It's a funny one. 
It's not a funny one, it's an interesting one. You know the UK has nuclear submarines and every prime minister has to write in a letter that is closed in these submarines that when there is a nuclear attack, if they have to retaliate or not. So let's say UK is removed from the map if they have to retaliate and send nukes. And so far, I think every single prime minister said no. It's interesting, huh? You can look up the story. It's quite uh, heartening, but you don't know it, of course. They only know it afterwards. But reality is subjective from person to person. Though. What I might think is good might be wrong in another person's eyes. I'm finding it very hard to find the best version of myself in this world at the moment. Yes and no. When you look at reality, right? Even when you look from the other person's eyes, forwarding humanity and be a good person is hard to argue with. It's a very easy thing for you to figure out. And once you start going too much into it, it's more for the sake of philosophizing. But the reality is simple. Being a good, better person is very easy to measure. You know what you can do to be kind and helpful. Of course, when you start to scale it up, becoming more cognitive and more capable at it, it becomes more and more complex. But it starts very simple. And it being subjective does not undermine it because everything is inherently subjective. When I talk about objectivity, reality, it merely means what holds to be true, whether you believe it or not, or feel like it or not, gravity, whatever. If you take action, right, and it kills people, then no matter how you realize or rationalize, you know, I damaged, I killed people. On the other hand, if you take action and it allows us to prevail and grow and move forward, then yeah, that's a different story. And of course, when you go into the details to just debate it or whatever, why are you even wasting your time doing so? Because in reality, these hypotheticals are not even part of the equation. And in the end, it's always about reality. It's not about fictionals or theories or whatever. It's about what is. He just wants to promote himself. XRTC94? No, I don't try to promote myself at all. What I try to do is I try to have more people realize their potential and the extent to which they can do good and come over to unite forces. I'm asking these things as I've tried extremely hard to help others around me with the consequences of my own well-being, and now I am swaying more over to selfish, self-survival. Well, I can tell you, Terakils, I even said it earlier this today, it doesn't have to be that way. You can be a good person. You just got to find ways to surround yourself with people that stimulate you, and no matter the struggle that you go through, it doesn't justify to become selfish. It's not worth it. It will only make you less happy. It will take away your meaning, everything. And I'm telling you, and I'm showing you that it can be different. This place is showing it. But yeah, I think people should really take time to reflect about their life, doing what is right, the things that I've mentioned today. Imagine, what is it if it's the other side of the street? What do I have to lose? Take advantage of this opportunity, man. And I know there's a lot of people there that are very close to come over. And it's only a mental barrier that is stopping them in doing so. And I can tell you, you will not regret it. You will not regret it as much as not having done it. Have you thought about establishing a collaboration plan for those who cannot come over but want to help? I would rather see how I can resolve it on my end by making it able for these people to come over, even if it means having another place in another country or a continent. If you talk so highly about ethics, why are you making a pay-to-win trash game? Because the goal, the end justifies the means. This game is more than just a trash game. This game taps into what already works. Going and talking, right, about all these insights, if it wasn't for me playing World of Warcraft and being a fucking clown, 
I would have nobody watching me. But I make compromises because the real moral high ground is to see reality and to swallow your own personal feelings for the benefit of the bigger picture. So basically, this pay-to-win game or pay-to-progress or whatever will allow us and enable us to raise a lot of money, gain a lot of influence, help people here code, raise money for charity. There's going to be charity events. Right now, you might not see it immediately. But next year, once we start implementing UBI in villages, you will start changing your opinion because you didn't see the bigger picture. So, of course, if you just look at one layer, you can say, like, why this? Because it's way more effective. And the end justifies the means only when the end is properly defined, by the way, which is moving humanity forward. UBI is universal basic income. I've grown up being neglected and with no guidance in my life. How do I move past that still not knowing what I want to do with my life as a 17-year-old? Well, you rather see it as a privilege to be able to figure out and reflect what you want to do with your life. And what I would say is find your path, not within enriching yourself, but rather in contributing to the world. It's way more of a meaningful paradigm, but go about it with your feet on the ground because else you're going to get hit in the face and you're going to think that it doesn't work. But that's not the case. Like I said already before, and I repeated myself many times, doing good is the easy thing. Doing good is the easy part. It's the people that work against you and backstab you and such. That is what's making doing good so hard. And that's why many people give up. I just got lucky that I had the proper environment to grow into it. But that's what I also focused my efforts on, on making a place where people can do good without judgment, without people working against them and without having to worry about a hundred things that are very self-centered like paying your bills or whatever the fuck. So yeah, that's why this place is such a big enabler for people that want to do good because everything is taken care of. You can just come over here and do good. Don't you think the purpose is defeated by making an incredibly addicting game with predatory microtransactions? If it becomes popular, it is bound to ruin lives. Dude, there is no life that I can ruin as bad as turning a kid into a kid in Africa. Even if your life is considered ruined in your small bubble, you are still living the life of a king compared to someone that can't even feed himself. So the way you see as your life being ruined is very narrow-minded. Think about it. I don't mind distributing wealth from people that are very rich to people that are way poorer because these people that are way poorer are literally on the brink of starvation. So I don't feel bad about it at all. If I, you know, make one person experience like their life is ruined, even though their life isn't ruined at all, and I can save a thousand kids in Africa, I would be a psycho if I wouldn't go for that deal. So that doesn't work for me. It's like, how do I ruin someone's life? He spends all his money and now suddenly, you know, instead of buying a car or going on a holiday or whatever the fuck, he goes like, oh my God, I wasted my money on a game. Now I got to go work. They even have the ability to find a job and such. No, I have no issues with that at all. Because the true higher moral ground is looking at reality. And if one person's lives playing video games and playing this one instead of another one and losing their money, just like on the poker tables, losing the money to me rather than to another shark or another company, let it be me. And let it be me doing it really good so I can use that to save other people. And you might experience all the dissonance. I'm straight up about it. Other companies, they do it to fill their own pockets. They don't care about you. I, on the other hand, I do care about you and I know you don't really have real problems. And you know it's true. It just doesn't feel right.
doesn't feel right when you hear me. You hear me say these things. You're like, no, I don't feel right. Doesn't f- it's because you're not using cognitive empathy. You're not using perspective. If you would take the time to really imagine what it is to be a kid in Africa and struggling and, and starving, these emotions wouldn't even be there. But you deflect it. You go like, yeah, these kids, they shouldn't even have born to begin with or whatever. You simplify it to deflect it, to keep your very narrow-minded paradigm of the world. But reality is different. Subscribe to youtube.com slash wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash live. And follow The Real Athene on Snapchat.